0: Yep. Alrighty, I'm talking, and I, not, doesn't look too terribly bad. I might want to turn the gain up just a little bit. You know?
1: Just a little bit?
0: Just a little bit? Oh yeah, that's a lot better now. That way, that way if it gets
1: sultry down in here, you know, then it can get real sultry. Or god, if I want to pitch about- Oh wow, with this nice mic. It makes my life a lot easier. Yeah, cause see, cause now that you can actually be recorded better, I can you know if you're too quiet I can boost you and not have to worry about weird noises and or it' sounding boosted am I ever too quiet normally or am I usually pretty good uh pretty uh in this the one with CC there is a li there's a couple spots which you are kinda low um actually sadly about as low as I am right now let me boost that up a little bit I don't want to be going down that low I mean I like to go down but not down that far uh. I've got a limit at the kneecaps by God <laughs> <laughs>
0: What the uh, hell was that noise?
1: It was me coughing. That could have been. Not,
0: did not sound like a cough. It sounded like you ripped your pants or something.
1: It maybe I did, Cody. I will. I'm taking you my pants. So hard
0: you ripped your pants? <laughs> yes.
1: Well, I always take my pants off the podcast. I mean, don't you? Because I do well, So
0: if you're podcasting without pants and you coughed, it sounded like. What did you rip? What What were you doing over there? <laughs>
1: I was, was so excited your... to take my pants off, they ripped.
0: <laughs> so just, like, I'm like, these always...
1: pants have to be off now! <laughs> I can't have pants on right now! <laughs> That'll ruin the whole experience for everyone! So you Clark
0: Kinnon and you just, like, tore them off? Like, "Whoa, I don't need these, I don't have...
1: no. I don't have time I'm tired of, the of pants. these
0: motherfucking pants on this motherfucking podcast! Is that what happened?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I don't have my podcast pants yet, so they're still in the mail, which... <laughs> All right. Um, uh, yeah, let's get this, I'll uh, give us a countdown, I guess, and we'll start this shiz night. Okay, then. <laughs> Cause we in the hood. Yeah. Pukka, pukka, starting the podcast. Three, two, one. One. shenanigans to us, best way to spend an evening alone to you. In the captain's chair, Ryan Brewer, commander of the flagship of the UN Space Fleet, welcomes you to episode, I don't know, and we'll record a name later. I'm joined for this recording by the only man alive still opposed to tearing down the Berlin Wall, Cody James.
0: Oh, I well, thank you, and as always, I, I am on here with Ryan Brewer, a man who proves that you can kill yourself by jumping from his ego to
1: his IQ. Yeah, because... I might hit my head on the ceiling. I don't know. What? I tried to turn around. As you can tell, this is another Live Nude episode. Because that (laughs) made it still in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's right. Welcome to Live Nudes 3. Nude
1: with a vengeance. uh, Why not? Yeah, because, well, you're wondering. You're wondering, Ryan, why do we have another Live Nudes episode? Well, I will tell you. Because the episode that was supposed to be going up Uh, we had catastrophic audiophile failure. By that I mean we're missing an entire track. And we're gonna have to do some serious, um, surgery to make it into a new episode. But, uh, don't worry, your pretty little heads listeners. It'll be up next Monday, and you will enjoy it. Oh, will you? It's got very special guests. Um, some not-so-special guests. (laughs) Stories of, of, of old grand tellings of of the way the world should be and the way it is. We, we learn a lot. There's a lot of laughing. Um, you might cry at times. <laughs> <laughs> you might claim your teacup. You never know. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, yes, you're, you're in, and another, the other thing our illustrious listening audience has to be thinking, God, there's sure been a lot of live nude episodes. Well, isn't that what everybody wants around the holiday season? To go and be naked with your, with your friends and your favorite podcast. So gather around. In fact, get nude with us. We advocated on this episode of Live Nudes. Oh yeah, we should all be naked. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, so we'll get, we'll give everyone in the audience a moment to discard whatever clothing they happen to be wearing or if you already enjoy your board shenanigans naked, thank you, and continue listening on. So, if everyone would take a moment to disrobe. Um, yeah, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll insert the sexy saxophone music for you to take your clothes off to. The, the, the overused and everyone's favorite sexy saxophone music. That's right.
0: So, so you can start now. Slower. Ooh, shake that around. Oh god, Br- oh, yeah. Brent's wearing his alligator thong. Oh,
1: not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he poppycocked out. <laughs> yeah, take oh. it off. Oh. oh, it'll be... Oh, yeah, you you two ladies, take it off. Oh, yeah, ooh, <laughs> yeah. One hook, two hooks.
0: <laughs> oh, I see you're rocking the old four hooker.
1: <laughs> and you also I have a bra with a lot of hooks on the back of it. <laughs> uh. Good lord, I mean, do, do you really need to be wearing that corset now? This is going to take forever. <sighs>
0: Oh man, so anyway, while everybody is, while they're still, (laughs) while Jarrett's still taking off that corset, um, you
1: got anything wonderful and or exciting that happened to you this week, Brewer? Um, well, not as exciting as all the large breasts that are waving around in our faces right now, because I think we mentioned that we can see through the podcast, people. These go both ways. That's right Actually wait That might not have been That might not have been An episode that's releasing To the general public Oh (laughs) So I will tell you this now Podcasts go both ways We can (laughs) see (laughs) That's right That's right Breaking news Audience The
0: podcast does go Both directions Like the We patented this technology The NSA
1: borrowed it from us Yeah not only does it go Both directions It also travels through time Because We're Seeing you nude In the future well, we're in the past recording about it, so I, um. I like that that na- that i like that new tattoo you got there lady oh nice, nice nipple rings <laughs> um B- bold mood wearing such white panties <laughs> <laughs> uh I didn't realize you could shave your pubic hair into that shape. Somehow, I think that might be a falsy. Yeah. I, I, I didn't realize people were still shaving their pubic hair, or not still shaving. I don't know. <laughs> well,
0: apparently, you're not up on the uh, current status of crotch manicuring.
1: Yeah, which, speaking of crotch manicuring... Are... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, now uh, that everyone's at full attention... Yeah. Are, are you aware that, like, crabs is, like, dying out? Like, uh, we we will not have to worry about crabs soon. It's going extinct. I was unaware of this. Yeah, and why? Because their natural environment doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> We're destroying their natural habitats. Namely, so, pubic hair. <laughs> so
0: wait a minute, is there going to be, like, a uh, peanut movement to save uh,
1: pubic crabs? <laughs> I, I wouldn't be like, surprised if there already is isn't one. They're like, we must protect this noble and most generous of animals. <laughs> They're like, well would you like them on you? No, 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 not at all, but. We need to, we need to have some sort of sanctuary for them. Yes, we shall plant pubic hair in the ground and let them frolic free in the zoos so everyone can enjoy them.
0: Like worst petting zoo ever. You're all
1: taking your kid. It's just fields of pubic hair and the fucking crabs. <laughs> worst petting zoo or best. And and you can go to the, the concession stand and pick up some pussy lips. You know, everyone's favorite gum. That's right, listeners, and it's on
0: sale during the holidays for only nine ninety five. It's a lot for gum, isn't it? Uh, it's Pussy Lips Gum. It's only the greatest gum flavor slash
1: chapstick on the market a, a lot for pussy lips gum heck no i would pay upwards to 39.95 for it oh that but was what te- i was suppo- but, supposed to say okay
0: my bad
1: but wait for if you think 9.99 or whatever it was 9.95 is too much for pussy lip gums we're th- new extra flavored pussy lip gums extra strength pussy lip gums now with five more sticks in a pack!
0: <laughs> uh, what's five? I was gonna say quad times the pussy. Cody can't do math! Five times as much pussy in one package! That's right! It'll come at you, you'll have enough pussy to rub on your, to put on your lips, to put on your ears, you can rub it on your nose, you won't even know what to do with
1: all of it. And how much would you expect to pay for all this extra pussy? Only a penny! If you can find cheaper pussy than a penny... Fuck it! Sorry, I just had to do that. <laughs> Somewhere uh, Jarrett would be disappointed me if I didn't make a, a From Dust Till Dawn reference. Oh, do you, uh, Jarrett,
0: do you think Jarrett's got that corset off yet, or is he still struggling?
1: I think he's probably got it off now. Oh, uh, okay. I, in fact, he's probably got it off of everyone by now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. He
1: just strummed the strings. Uh, once he could remove his... See, the big problem was, you know, with the corset on, it was really hard for him to play the celestial strings. But... <laughs> But now that he's got it off, he can strum them and make everyone's clothes, uh, be in the off position.
0: <laughs> you think, I think, see, I think that's what Ernie's superpower would be. If you, like, walked into a room <laughs> and instantly in all... in the off the, position? Like, well, I was thinking, like, all women's bras instantly
1: become unhooked. They're like, what? How
0: did that happen? What's going on here?
1: <laughs> uh. Oh, which, um, s- speaking of from Dust Till Dawn, um, this is probably old news to you, but probably not our listeners, so... Let's talk about it. I just heard um, uh, an episode of Smodcast, the, the Q&A one. Have you heard this one? Okay. Where he's doing a Q&A and um, he's talking about, you know, he's talking about Clerks 3, which that's happening. But he, he's also talking about his other movie based on an episode of Smodcast, um, which is going to be called Tusk. He, he mentions that, like I said, <laughs> this is where the speaking of uh, from Dustin Till Dawn goes, that Michael Parks is playing the the bad guy in it again. and. Right. And then the, which I I haven't, I'm just too afraid to look this up to see if it's not going to be true, but who he asked to play, like, the the detective looking for him, trying to hunt him down, is going to be Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so hoping that's true. Like, Quentin Tarantino playing a a French Canadian? Doesn't that just fill your heart with joy and glee? Which, see, that's the only thing is, like, if it wasn't for Michael Parks being uh, the carpenter, <laughs> well, the, okay, for, for you listeners, the original title of this was The Walrus and the Carpenter. It's a horror movie about a walrus costume. That's all you really need to know. If it wasn't for, like, like I said, Michael Parks being the carpenter, which is an amazing choice, I would almost say that should have been Tarantino, because he's just really creepy. <laughs> but I guess he's not that kind of creepy. He's more like sexual pervert creepy.
0: He's more like get, get Hitler shot in a movie creepy. He's yeah. Not, uh... He's not
1: construct a walrus costume and
0: make somebody live in it. It's creepy.
1: Yeah, but I was so excited about that. Like, oh my god. Which, you do know what the title's, like, the, the movie title it's gonna be, or the movie poster's gonna be, right? Quentin Tarantino presents Tusk. <laughs> the 15th Tarantino film. Written by Kevin Smith.
0: Right. You know
1: what's gonna say. Right. Because that's pretty close to what, like, Man with the Iron Fist said. And he had, like, no input on it at all. Well... He, I, I believe his input on man with the iron fist was i like this movie so then it became a tarantino film
0: well i mean wouldn't if you were a starting out director and uh tarantino liked your movie wouldn't you would
1: rather it get billed as one of his movies and you get credit off of it oh like, yeah ride, of course. ride his cape in, in fact um yeah quentin tarantino presents board shenanigans there we go why don't we just take his billing we'll give him credit for our our success but, I mean, yeah, I, I guess, you know, if the Rizza was making his first movie, I, I would put Quentin Tarantino's name on it, too. Yeah. Oh. Which, you know, sadly, I have not seen The Man with the Iron Fist yet, because I'm waiting for, like, the definitive release, because apparently at one point in time, the movie was supposed to be three hours long, and it is, like, 90 minutes long now, so I'm kind of waiting to see if there's, like, the big extra extended version. I mean, come on, it's just Afro Samurai. <laughs> I mean, half the cast yeah, is... I'm... Yeah, half the cast is from Afro Samurai. It's the same concept of, you know, weird, you know, alternate reality Japan where Japan is only populated by Asian women and black men. Just like it's Afro odd, Samurai. It's odd alternate reality to choose. Well, uh. it's like, what, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want from reality? Well, I want the biggest dicks and the smallest pussies. Oh, <laughs> Shazam! Like Right? <laughs> 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 the, the weirdest request that Genie has ever yeah, heard. I not even,
0: honestly, I have had, like, such a... I, I know it came out, and I, I just didn't care. So, well, I don't know. I like mean, said, I may check it out, but...
1: Yeah, like I said, my main reason of caring was that. It was like, oh, it's the closest thing we're going to get to the Afro Samurai movie. Oh, I thought,
0: you, I thought you were saying your main reason of caring was uh, Big Dicks and Small Pussy. But, oh, yeah. oh, well,
1: a little bit of that, too. <laughs> um, I know someone gets cut in half, like, lengthwise. So, yeah. I... So if, if they got cut in half, like,
0: horizontally, you wouldn't like it? (laughs) Yes. I'd be like, fuck this shit. (laughs) If it's not not a parallel slice, I I don't, I don't want to do anything to do with it. And if it's perpendicular, it's on notice. (laughs)
1: That's all I know is it's, it's gory and, and there's, and Lucy Lou's in it and the RZA does it and I don't know. But yeah, like, I guess one of the things was, it was supposed to be super long and there was supposed to be like this big epic plot line of like, deep in-depth story but it was taking too long to do it and they're like this will not play in theaters at all so they like chopped it down to 90 minutes and it's just all action now which kind of kind of bums me out because i kind of wanted to see it with a big deep intense storyline and then all this big action scenes in the middle of it i thought that sounded like the perfect movie but i guess i guess that's the reason why Hollywood's ex- that's the reason whenever i call you know the president of hollywood he's like he turns my co- phone calls down He's like, no, no, we just need more action and big budgets and tits. More tits. Story? pa. Quit calling me. <laughs> uh, and don't come within 200 feet of me. Remember that restraining order? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Mr. President of Hollywood. But all I know is when your term's up, I'm running for election. <laughs> you want to be the president of Hollywood? Yes, I'm, I'm throwing my hat in the ring right now. <laughs> Reverend Reverend Ryan S. Brewer, Ph.D., president of Hollywood. Um, let. <laughs> I, I, when do they elect for the President of Hollywood? How, how long's the terms? Uh, we'll get right
0: back to you on that. I'm honestly not quite certain.
1: <laughs> well, my hat's in the ring. Um, so, yes, vote Ryan S. Brewer, President of Hollywood. 20. Whatever. Right. <laughs> Just vote Mo- for me now! <laughs> Call for an impeachment, I say!
0: No more Well, there will be yippy little dogs and monkeys in movies.
1: Everything will be a dystopian future movie. Uh- yes! They'll all in sad and things will blow up and the apocalypse will be involved and we'll finally get around to making um Orson Welles's <laughs> I was gonna say oh, Orson just... Wells' Don Quixote, but or Sin City two for that matter. <laughs> That's what you have to look forward to, people. Orson Welles, Don Quixote, Sin City Two, um, what else have we been promised? Afro Samurai movie, fuck, why not? Oh, um Cowboy Bebop movie. That's happening. Cause that's- Uh, Boondock Saints 3? Yeah, yeah, Boondock Saints 3, which, which I believe is just, it just hasn't been made yet because they ha- they aren't ready to make it, but, for what I understand that that is a thing that's happening. I believe it's- mm. I believe it's gonna be called, uh, Boondock Saints 3, uh, All-Saints All Day? Or Saints Preservus, Saints Preservus, that's what it was. So that is happening, and I can't wait for that, cause it's- I think it's gonna be amazing! Cause the only, I mean, they're going to war, right? There's gonna be blood for blood and by the gallons? So it'll be the old days, uh, the hard days, the all-or-nothing days? They'll be back, and they'll be ready for war? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Yes, because, see, that's what I'm going to do. I'm mashing uh... the two up. Uh, When I'm president of Hollywood, it'll be Sin City 2 and Boondock Saints 3 in the same movie. So, um, uh, the McManus brothers will be the only ones in color. They'll be in full color, and they'll be stalking the the streets of Old Town. Why not? (laughs) And Bruce Willis will narrate. (laughs) Oh come on you'd watch this movie right Yeah well that So yeah. uh
0: does <laughs> th- does that does that also mean that um we won't have to endure another Meg Ryan movie will that will that finally go away and die a, does it die a death or uh maybe like we don't have to see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine again like maybe perhaps we can
1: as- explore another another uh Well I think we'll see him as Wolverine but he won't be the main crux of a story again He'll just be a he'll be a bit player because I mean, I wouldn't want to recast.
0: Oh, and then and because... then can and then can they finally turn off the stupid uh, lens flare for a Star Trek movie? That'd be kind of nice.
1: And, in fact, we're going to turn it off for all movies because that is just a useless thing that is not needed. And, and uh, also, shaky
0: cam. See... Shaky cam going to go away?
1: Yeah, there... yeah. There's this invention called the Steady Cam, and um, we're going to go back to that because that I think is the way film should. Everywhere we have shaky cam, Steady Cam would be a better call. Which contrary, you know. For, for those uninitiated, Steadicam isn't the same thing as, like, a camera on a dolly or a tripod. It's, like, where a guy wears this big harness with a camera on it. So it still moves around pretty fluid, but doesn't look like... Doesn't look like we're in an earthquake the entire time, or... It doesn't look like MTV, and that style of shooting just needs to go away. <laughs> fuck that MTV style of shooting. And, like, oh, ooh, you know, I'm, we're also going to treat the concept of mockumentaries a, a lot more seriously... Yes, I heard that sentence too. We're we're not going to just, like go nuts. willy really, like mockumentaries aren't going to like roam the countryside anymore, and and found the found footage genre will be severely limited. Just saying. Which I guess uh, I guess yeah, the president of Hollywood, I guess the president of Hollywood wouldn't really have much to do with the mockumentary and found footage genres. I think that's more of an indie film. So the president of indie film would would deal with that, I guess. So. Oh, so you'll make a treaty with him? Yeah, I guess we're gonna, we're gonna pose a treaty. I'll let more of his movies into Hollywood if he just. Cuts down a little bit on the found footage. Do you think there is a president uh, of indie film, or do you think it's just anarchy?
0: Just oh, i like mean I think that's one what makes yeah. one
1: bumping off the other every like. Yeah, it's probably more like more like the archduke of of indie film, the chieftain of indie film. Isn't that what makes indie film good? Is that it is total fucking anarchy
0: and anything goes and it's free market and you can express yourself as you please. Well, that's what makes
1: some indie films good if you can find them.
0: But I mean, that's the same thing with Hollywood. That's what makes, that's what makes Hollywood films good if you can find them through the shit.
1: But but not once I'm president of Hollywood.
0: Yeah, but you know that there's gonna be an outcry of like, we want more romantic comedies! Or, you know, but, (laughs) you like, shun (laughs) Will Ferrell, and (laughs) there's like, there's like the trail of tears for, like, your uh, Ben Stillers and your Will Farrells and your Jim Carreys, there's like the Trail of Tears as they get cast out of Hollywood to never return. Trail of remorse and regret. I just think it's I just think it's funny, like this parade, this like sad, pathetic parade, like
1: you know, <laughs> the rousting about like, its
0: way its way. Like we're not good at anything. We weren't we damn sure aren't funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, mm-hmm. well they can I guess they'll go off to Vegas That's and funny. perform in nightclubs. I'm okay with that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, ship them off to Canada.
0: <laughs> uh, I was, I was just gonna say. I mean, there's actually legitimate talent in, uh, in Vegas. There's, you know, because like David Copperfield's there, and like Penn and Teller are there. There's actually legit talent there because you know that takes ability and showmanship to do some of that stuff.
1: I mean, granted, I know that Celine Dion's there too, but you know, see, I always thought Vegas was like the place where like, like performers went when they just stopped caring because. I mean, you know, music acts, performers, magicians. Because, I mean, what what are you doing? You're doing the exact same act every night because why do a new one? That half the people that are going to see it have never seen it before. And they're going to see the one that everyone's talking about. So, I mean, you just perfect one act and just keep doing it. But, I mean, it's, I mean, it's which the just, same thing like which, having... Which, granted, I mean, it's probably a good thing. It's the
0: same thing like having a play on Broadway. I mean, that's the place to go to see that. So, people are going to go see that performance. I mean, I, yes, granted, I know there's third-tier you know, shit at a, in certain places, but man, I mean, whenever you think magic, you generally think Vegas, whenever you think, you know, that kind of, you know, stuff, it's not generally something that tours, I mean, the magicians that come to the birthday parties are pretty fucking terrible, but I mean, you know, motherfucker made the Statue of Liberty disappear, or, you know, that kind of shit.
1: Yeah, granted, I mean, I'm not saying it's, I'm not, it's definitely not a bad call for the... The, the performers because i mean like i said they perfect one thing and they just do it over and over again and they you know get to live in a swanky hotel room or get a big fancy apartment building and all the great vegas food and other attractions so i mean i'm saying it's definitely like if you've made it big and you just want to take it easy go to vegas so in other words what i'm saying is once we make it big as podcasters uh, we should move to vegas and just do the same episode every night <laughs> and live in the lap of luxury and and we'll use our vast fortune we make Doing our our same episode every night To to build our own hotel Shaped like the Enterprise And then we'll perform there The same episode <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and a space elevator be right next to it So in essence it'll actually be uh, Real In fact no Enterprise hotel at the top of the space elevator We'll just build the Enterprise <laughs> Fuck it let's just build the Enterprise And not be performers <laughs> <laughs> i made myself
0: laugh oh uh, well that's half the battle
1: yeah <laughs> it's uh. a much better idea <laughs> we'll use our vast fortune of performing in vegas to build a space elevator and then we'll charge admission to the space elevator we, we build our own starship And then we um, boldly go where no podcasters have gone before. If we're going to build a space elevator before we build the Enterprise, why wouldn't
0: we build the Space Elevator and then build the Enterprise in space and have the Enterprise built? Well, that's – yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. is That's why we built the Space Elevator first because as we know, like one of the most gargantuan flaws with Trek 90210 was the Enterprise wasn't built on Earth. It was built in orbit because it can't land or even survive atmosphere entry. Uh,
0: are you ever just gonna open up one day and just like fully, cause I know it's gonna be an entire episode, but that, that full episode is coming of where you bitch about Trek for two hours,
1: isn't it? I think so. Um, I'm gonna wait for, I'm gonna wait for like the first chance I see like Trek 902102, 90- like Quest for Curly's Gold on TV, and I'm gonna watch it and hate my life, and I'm sure I'll review it, and be prepared for that episode, folks. Uh, yes. Yeah, and you know, I, I've real, I've really contemplated watching just tricked I don't know do what I would, uh the original first the first one whatever the hell you want to call it that thing, that, the beast that should not be,
0: <laughs> that evil whose name we shan't speak.
1: Yeah, I, I've contemplated watching it again just for the sake of being able to bitch about it. But I I don't know how much I hate my life yet. I guess when I'm like down and depressed, I might watch it. Well, dude, and, that and might to that lift might my be spirits. It. That, that yeah. might be it. That might be the one that. uh... Pushes you over the edge. Good point. Or, or it might lift my spirits because I'm like, even I could have made have made a better movie than this. In fact, that's another standing point of of, of when I'm president of Hollywood. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna take all them out. We're gonna take J.J. Abrams out, you know, behind the barn and shoot him, and then um, uh, William Shatner will make all the new Star Trek movies. He's <laughs> written he- some Star Trek books, so we'll just we'll just adapt his Star Trek books into into movies. Or make Star Trek Phase Two the movie. That too, yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, that could be a thing. I could I could fund those guys, which is... I don't know, have you actually watched any of those? The Star Trek Phase 2s?
0: No, I never have. They're on Netflix, and I kind of keep meaning oh, to them. Oh, are they?
1: Because, but... actually... You know, actually, the funnier thing is, I think there's two separate groups doing them. Like, two separate groups doing different Star Trek Phase 2s. Because I think I think one is actually carrying the name Star Trek Phase 2, which, if, you, if you're not in the know, that was originally what was going to happen after Star Trek The Motion Picture. Um... And then I think one is Star Trek New Voyages, which I think is the one that's been doing it longer. And the biggest problem that they run into is it takes them so long to do an episode, like, longer than it took Owenage to release episodes, that occasionally they can't get the same person each episode to play a character. So they keep swapping, which is, like, the biggest drawback. And almost the reason why I haven't really gotten into it as much as I wish I could have. But um, I guess one of their big pluses is in Star Trek Enterprise... The, the set of the Defiant is actually the set of the Enterprise in Star Trek Phase 2. They, they made such a good replica of it. Huh. they just, that, yeah, that Paramount's like, hey, can we borrow your set? <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's the level of quality. Oh, and, um, Sulu's been on it, and, um, Uhura's been on it, uh, Chekhov's been on it, um, I think Yeoman Rand's been on it. So yeah, I mean, they've had actual original series people on it. And that's cool. Welcome to Spacecast, everyone. Yeah, Starcast? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah Trekcast?
0: Uh, yeah, that was, uh. In other news, that's <laughs> yeah. like eons away, trekking away from that. uh... Warp speed, Mr. Jeems. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm looking into the Spockoscope, and I don't see anything. Uh. <laughs> oh, my! <laughs> that's all she's got, and she can't take anymore, Captain!
1: Uh. <laughs> I hear this pun was originally a Russian invention.
0: (laughs) Nuclear vessels? Uh, Anyway, so...
1: I'm a podcaster, not a doctor.
0: (laughs) I'm a podcaster, not a comedian. uh, Which is sadly the case most of the time. Um, Anyway, so... A uh, key member, a dear key member... Actually, two dear key members... Because they married each other, got married uh, this weekend, so I got to go to uh, Cece uh, and Matt's wedding, which was pretty fucking awesome, I must admit.
1: Oh, was it? Yeah, why don't you talk about that? Because that's actually what we were going to talk about this episode, not me being president of Hollywood.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, they definitely got <laughs> sucked down that rabbit hole, but whatever. No, it was uh, it was uh real, real cool, so uh let's see. I don't know if you, I've told you this, which I think I have, but I know I haven't told you this, listeners, so, um, so why even t- ask me if you've told me? Because <laughs> I forgot we were talking. I just thought we were talking. Anyway, huh. now that I remember how
1: a podcast works, and now that everyone is up to par on my stupidity, um, yes. Yeah, see, the way podcasts work for all of you listeners out there that don't know this is we talk to each other and pretend like we don't know anything about each other. Uh, yeah.
0: An- anyway, um, now, now that ev- now that everyone knows what's going on behind the old scenes here. They actually got That's married. That's why it's nude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you might want to put on some protection. But um. Anyway, <laughs> fortunately, crabs are dying out. Uh they've been. They got married. <laughs> oh, like three months ago. They got like a civil union like three months ago. And uh, they actually, which I thought was a pretty slick move. They used the separation pay to fund help fund the wedding, which <laughs> I thought was smart. Nice. But so this was actually the ceremony ceremony <clears throat> part, which was a uh, pretty freaking cool because uh, let's say on the one hand. Uh, I met most of Cece's family, who, if we kind of live on completely separate parts of town, and frankly, I've never met most of her family. I've just kind of heard of them, and they've kind of heard of me. So it was a lot of "I've heard of you, but I've never met you," which was cool. We made, which, calling back to other episodes, and there will soon be visual visual footage of this. Uh, the group the grooms' cakes were awesome. Um, they were. It was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, Matt definitely point man on this because he like had, he had a plan. It was a good damn plan. Uh, so yeah. there were, there were actually two groom's cakes since, uh, CC's allergic to gluten. We had the glute, we had the, uh, glorious gluten free towers. And we had the, uh, I guess, I guess it would be the bachelor pit of pudding. I'm not real sure what, what we're gonna call that one. I what was, that name was not cleared by the creator, but whatever. But, yeah. uh, I'm going with it. But it was, man, it was real cool, cause, uh, I guess, uh, the funniest part of it, which was, um, Madison went with her, like, on Friday, Thursday, Friday, and was, uh, helping her, like, was, went and got a dress for the, for the ceremony, cause she was a bridesmaid, went and got a dress, and they went and, you know, shopped around and hung out with, hung out with her all day, and ran around and got, got wedding jazz done. And Madison calls me at, like, eight o'clock, and she's like, did you know you were in the wedding? And I was like, no, I had no idea I was in the wedding. Because, I mean, I didn't. I, I knew Matt was going to have, like, his brother. And, like, I thought he was going to have, like, a, you know, one of his other friends. I didn't, I honestly, nobody told me. Which, in a way, is kind of flattering when they're like, no, of course you're in our wedding, you jackass. So I was like, oh, uh, no, I did not know I was in this. And she's like, yeah, do you have a, you're supposed to have a suit jacket. Do you have a suit jacket? And I was like, no, because... I didn't get one for mine because I live in fucking Austin. It's 110 degrees most of the time. So, when do you ever need
1: one? I mean, generally, well, you I need one all the time. But
0: anyway, I, but I'm classy. Well, uh, since I'm not, like I, I just had the vest or whatever, and so I was like, uh, okay. And like, apparently, Cece had a mini heart attack, and Madison, like, you know, calmed her down. Um But anyway, so I had to go get I had to go get a tie, and I tried to find a uh, tried to find a jacket. Which, whenever you're, you know, fat and like, really wide across the shoulders, nobody, you know, the, whatever you're built like an ogre, nobody has, uh, nobody has, like, nor, you know, ogre size clothing anywhere, so, so well, I have just... a similar problem of, of I'm really thin, but with long arms. Yeah, I kind of had that issue, too, on the dress shirt, but, because I had to get a different dress shirt, but anyway, it all worked out, we got that stuff, uh, we went and, did the rehearsal dinner, and oh my god, the priest was the most confused priest of all time. Like, I'm sure he's a nice guy, or whatever. But we went to the rehearsal dinner, right, and they did a kind of a traditional Catholic wedding, so there's a lot of getting up, getting down, moving around, you know, left over here, people go over there, like... I mean, frankly,
1: do. Re-
0: really, like, like I mean, you stick your left foot out, you stick your right foot in, you 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 know, you cross yourself about, and you do it all again. I mean, it was uh, it was pretty hectic. It really should have come with a diagram. Anyway, so we go and like, uh CC had the because she's real up on. Okay, I got you know, boom, boom, boom. I've got, I've got this itinerary. She does got
1: the boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> not. You know, uh, hope you enjoyed that one, CZ. He said it. Uh, or, hope, or hope you, uh, hope you don't get offended by that, Matt. Uh, anyway. So, so we go, we go, we go to the dress rehearsal thing and, um, like, anyway, so there's a lot of moving around, a lot of jostling around and whatnot. And, uh, so it winds up being that, uh, that we, uh, like we kind of have to do this weird snake thing. So everybody walks in in order and everybody gets paired up with the right bridesmaid. Well, the way that we got, like, we did it one way, and we did it the way he said to do it, and he rearranged all the guys, so, like, his brother was his best man, and I was, like, the third, I was the third groomsman, and so I was the one walking with Madison. Well, he rearranged us at some point, and he's like, oh, so you're the best man, I was like, no, his brother is, and so we swapped back around, and he was, like, getting real snippy, like, I told you, you were supposed to, and, like, he never explained himself at all, right? and so then, like, we're like, okay, I think we got it, we got one run-through, we didn't do two run-throughs, so everybody's like, okay, so we get, because we got up twice at different points, and we're all like, oh god, what do we do, well, so we're all like, I don't know about that, we went, we went and had a really, really kick-ass, uh, kick-ass dinner at El El Gallo, which, thanks Matt and Cece for buying us dinner, it was really good, and, uh, anyway, so we went and, went and had that, and you got to talk to everybody, and, uh, which was really, real cool. And then I, we went over and we started making cakes, which the, uh, cakes are pretty fucking awesome, I must admit. They turned out real good. Matt had some plans. Uh. It definitely kept the tradition alive. It did. I feel, I feel that the, the third itineration was a more sophisticated state of anarchy. It was not quite, it was not quite what the others were, but there was, oh, it was, it was pretty cool. I, do I describe them to you? I guess I should. Okay. So the first cake, that was CC's, it was all gluten-free devil's food cake, but we made devil food cake towers, so there were mu- there were cupcakes, stacked with skewers, and then we've got another, we got another muffin pan, and did smaller ones on top of them. And then it was glued, it was skewered together, glued together with icing. And then the other cake was, uh, it was a bunt cake, and then you flipped it around another bunt, and then you flipped around another bunt cake, the middle was filled with pudding, and it was cemented together, <laughs> with icing the problem with it was though like while matt and i were making it like we're all in there working on it trying to get it to hold sort started being like severe fissures down every side and we're like oh god <laughs> so we're like welding it with icy and there's another guy named jonathan he was in there like everybody's like like oh god what do we do and by the time like by the time this point like two of her brothers were there um like her, her, like his brother was there. There's like eight guys in here and everybody's like, Oh God, we've got it. We've got to fix the cake. And all these hands are in there trying to like, okay, we'll make quick marshmallow glue, marshmallow glue stat. And everybody's like trying to do what they can to save it. Cause it looks like it's going to split apart and pudding's going to go everywhere. So we, li- <laughs> so we wind up saving it and we, uh, we like hold it together with aluminum foil. And we're like, okay, I think we're all right. We get them in the fridge. It was all cool, and we, like, we played games. They brought some old-school retro games and played Nintendo games. Uh, some Wii U, and the one we kept playing was some, like, doctor game where you, like, are uh, supposed to perform... Save cakes? No, you actually are supposed to perform heart surgery. That has the most complicated controls I've ever played, like... And everybody basically killed the patient, but it was pretty funny watching everybody fail mightily. Drank a lot of... Drank, like... Uh, Matt bought, like, the irish beer exploration packs or something which was really nice because it was like oh cool had a schmiss had a guinness it's pretty awesome
1: oh that's uh, sweet
0: so yeah it was it was a good time and uh got home got home crashed out <laughs> for a little while got up help, helped uh helped make uh make their wedding present which so what you listeners out there don't know is uh if you get married or perform such a special occasion, board shenanigans will just bestow upon you something extra special. And we did that, did that exact thing for Cece and Matt. So, there were some audio qualities, and this is more for Cece and Matt, but hey, everybody gather around and listen. Um, there were some audio issues, and Brewer busted his fucking ass to get it done on time, and I think it turned out quite well. Uh, so, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And yes, for the rest of you out there that are now trying to get into a riotous frenzy about such, you will get one whenever something special happens. We'll let you know. Actually, you don't even, you don't get to ask. We'll bestow it upon thee whenever we feel that it's appropriate to do so. So anyway, I got that done, which was real cool, and uh, we went to the, went to the wedding part. And uh, the funniest thing I thought about the wedding was, I kind of felt like I looked like a waiter. Cause I had you know the white the white jacket or the white white shirt and the red tie and the the, the vest and I really felt like I was going to ask for somebody's order. Um, well, did you? No, no, I didn't want. I didn't. Were want... you
1: out of order? Is that what you're saying?
0: So uh, anyway, yeah. so we went, so we went and did that. We had the had the wedding part. The ceremony went pretty well. The only thing that was really funny though was the priest. One, he lost the itinerary, so he didn't know who was doing what verse readings and whatnot. So I had to. You know, since Matt and Cece couldn't see each other the day up, I had to go run and like fight my way through the bevy of females and get the itinerary from Cece and run it back to the priest because he didn't know what was going on, which was kind of funny to me. And uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool. Matt got to wear his uh, his dress, his, uh, unif- his dress uniform, which looked really slick. He was like, the only thing that sucks about it is I'm not a corporal and I don't have a sword, which is kind of funny. But, uh, anyway, so we got to wear his dress, but he, uh, but he wore his dress, his dress uniform and, uh, it was pretty slick. Um, anyway, and so like he changed, like the priest changed the order in which we were doing stuff again. And like at one point during it, when we all went to sit back down, like we got, uh, we got, we did what the priest said and it was apparently wrong. And so like the, (laughs) the fucking bridesmaids saved our ass. Cause they were like, okay, no, we're going to do it this way. And so everybody snaked around and. It, I don't think it came off bad. Cece said she didn't notice, and nobody else said it looked that yeah. bad. But we were all like, we were all thoroughly confused. Um, but it was a really nice ceremony. It came off really well. Cece looked really, really good. Uh, she had this really cool. Well, she had like probably the most unconventional wedding dress I've ever seen, but it very much fit her, and it was really cool. And she looked real classy. And uh, I'm gonna throw some pictures up on the site and whatnot, so you want to, so everybody can see them because this is a key member of the Rogues gallery. And uh, then we went to the reception, which was kind of cool. Like, so what happens there, listeners, is if you have no sense of shame and you have a podcast or you get up on stage and read poetry, open mic style, you get to MC weddings because that's what I got to do. Like Cece sat down, wrote me wrote me a time, saw it in a list, and she's like, "Here's this. Find a mic." Uh, I had to like kind of coordinate with her brother on the music. And my first instructions were, "Intro everybody, be epic." I'm like, "I can do that." (laughs) So (laughs) so I went and found the mic. It was kind of cool. I got to I got to intro everything, and it was it was a lot of fun getting you know help like kind of you know BS with everybody and. Getting to build it up and whatnot. And, uh, the food was really good and everybody kind of danced around and they did some, they did some real cool shit for Matt's mom because, you know, she passed away earlier this year. So they did some real cool dedication stuff for her. I mean, it was, it was real cool. It was, it was a really good time. I think everybody had a real good time. It was, it was real classy. I was real, real happy for her. I mean, that, you know, they, it was, it was a, it was an awesome, it was an awesome time. So, uh, a lot, a lot of good pictures. It looks like uh looks like everything worked worked out pretty well. There uh we, oh the best part or one of the better parts was uh so somebody I don't know who came up with the idea to flamingo their car, so they had like all these tiny flamingos on the hood <laughs> of their car. So there was <laughs> like a awesome. there was like a flock of flamingos on the hood and then everybody drew something, so uh I think my mine was the one that said all up in their whatnots and uh like honk for a good time or something, so Somebody drew a donut and a banana. I was a fan of that one.
1: No, no John fingering on there? Um, I was
0: really... Well, there was a lot... <laughs> Are you kidding? It was two nerds getting married. Everybody had to dive in. So everybody kind of just, you know, oh, we'll yield a window space to you. So I kind of... I was yielding window spaces for other ones. I was going to put a board shenanigans plug on there, but... I didn't think of it until after, and since I was doing the MC thing, like, I had to be in places at certain times, so my time was a little limited, but ah. I... So,
1: so, so, you didn't, did you plug, like, the Borch while you are MCing? It's like, and if you enjoy the, the the dulcet tones of Cody James as a wedding MC, listen to him on Borch Nagans Podcast.
0: Uh, I plugged into a lot of people there, but I didn't do it because there was kids, and I didn't figure, like, oh, I want to go to that, and they wouldn't be listening to us, you know, talk about shits and cunts and cocks and fucks, because if you're listening to it now, and you hear that as a small child, uh, we say shit and fucks, and cocks, and cunts a lot, so, uh... Well, I
1: mean, I, 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 I said and heard shits, and fucks, and cunts a lot as a child, and I turned out perfectly fine, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> but, right?
0: But it was, it was real cool, it was, it was a whole lot of fun, it was, uh, it was, the, be- the best part of it, because, I mean, there was, there was no subtlety at all, I just went full-on fucking game show, it was like, uh... It, it, everybody seemed to have enjoyed it, but you know, I basically got done, I got done and I went and gave them back, because the whole place was wired for a wireless mic, and I went back and I gave it to the lady running the place, and she was like, well, that was subtle. (laughs) And I was like, well, they, they just said to go, so I went, and she was like, no, it was funny, she's like, so many, like, people try and do that and they're all nervous, she's like, it was pretty funny listening to somebody that just didn't care. I mean, which honestly, if you get to MC a wedding and the and they like maid of honor or the groomsmen or whatever are like a little nervous about giving their toasts, just be like, "Hey, I I know you're no way you're going to make a bigger ass of yourself than I did." So, which is kind of my general strategy on anybody that guest stars on the podcast. "Hey, there's no way you're going to make a bigger ass of yourself
1: than I do." But yeah, it seems to work out fine for us, I think for sure. Just if, if we get up here and ass it up enough, then then people are like, "Oh, well, of course." No matter what I say, I come out looking like the the glorious one. I mean, everyone is on team, and the rest.
0: <laughs> uh, pretty much, I mean. So uh, it was it was a really good time, and you know, I know I know it's been said and said and said to you two. And uh, if you're listening, or whenever you do listen, because there's no if you're listening, it's when you listen. Because all of our friends eventually listen. We know that. a full of ourselves, in fact, we are.
1: And in um, fact, if they haven't listened, we, we, we very much, like, clockwork orange them into hearing it. We hold their ears open with pliers and just force it in there. Either that or we reference enough things about them so that people have to, like, what
0: What are we talking about? And, yeah, so anyway, we, uh, you know, once again, you guys, much prosperity, much love, really enjoyed it. I hope nothing but happiness and joy, and I know y'all are... Roll, rolling towards, uh, California soon. So, I uh, hope y'all have a safe trip and all that stuff. And, you know, like, bull, bullshit with us when you get, when you get there. Listen to the show, support the show for a little piece of home, even though yeah, all that shit. So, uh, anyway. Turn us on for the background of your life. Yeah, pretty you know. much, like, pretty much.
1: Like, t- t- tired of it- Well, I mean, you don't have to listen. Just down low. That's all I really ask. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it's like well and you know y'all actually could listen to it while you're driving and could be the guys driving in your car which uh is pretty funny to me so yeah oh and uh <clears throat> oh so have you ever just be careful of tentacle monsters you know yeah, yeah pretty, other than that. Pr- pretty much um Oh, so, uh, dude, have you ever gotten, like, unnecessarily mad for, like, no really good reason at all? And, like, you're completely- Fuck
1: you! What are you talking- Why you ask me a fucking thing like this? I don't understand. You come to me and ask me if I ever got fucking mad about anything for no goddamn fucking reason. Well, fuck you! So, no? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 now, if, if none of you saw that coming... i <laughs> You're, thank you, because you're very gullible, and you obviously really enjoy this podcast if you don't see that kind of thing coming. Oh. <laughs> but
0: sad <laughs> 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 thing is, like, I didn't see it coming at all. <laughs> 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 uh, like, I
1: just, you must really enjoy this
0: podcast. Man. I should have expected it. I know better than that, but that's funny. I didn't see that one coming at all. Um but anyway, I had I had a major case of the uh holiday angries because they happened. Like, and I was totally wrong. I was so totally wrong. It was it was bad. Was it bad, Cody? It was so goddamn bad. Like, I, I just like all good judgment snapped for a minute. Um, so we're running around doing shit and, uh, like it was the last minute holiday shopping or whatever and I was stressing and she was stressing and like I was turning and I could have turned, I was in, I was, I was leaving a parking lot and I could have turned and gone to where I wanted to go. I thought it was a, I was wrong about it. She was right. And she's yelling at me and I'm being a dick and I'm yelling at her and we're fighting about it and like, I'm trying to turn left, and I didn't. I didn't think I could where I was at, <laughs> and like the guy wouldn't. The guy in front of me wouldn't let me out, and I was getting pissed <laughs> off at him. It was the way the traffic was situated, and this like lady, this person behind me starts honking at me, which they totally have all rights to do. But in my head, I'm like tunnel vision. No, no, no. They can hold the fuck on because I need to turn left here, and nobody will let me out. The whole time I can turn left. So,
1: I, like, finally lose. <laughs> like, but I, like, what, are you, like, imagining cars are in your way? No, no, or? no.
0: Okay, okay. I can turn left, but I've got two lanes. So, I can turn left, but I but I, but I, I think that lane only goes right. When, in fact, that lane will go left or right. And I didn't realize this. And my wife's over there telling me this, and I've already, like, yelled at her. And she's all quiet. Like, basically, she pulls the rug out from under me and just, like, I'm going to enjoy you failing. Which she had all rights to do, because it was pretty glorious. Well, anyway... I freaking, like, I turn her, like, I'm sitting there, this person's talking at me, honking at me, talking at me, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I lose my shit, and I turn around like, fuck you, and when I turn around, I realize I'm flipping off and swearing at an old lady, like, a little old lady, and I'm like, oh, f- I still think I'm right. And I finally, like, I fucking turn, and I'm going down this lane, and I finally realize, oh, this lane will turn left or right. So, I st- I held up. I held up traffic, I flipped off an old lady, and I yelled at my wife for no good reason at all, just because I got confused. (laughs) So, like, and it's that, like, I get, I get to the light and I turn, and I'm like, full, I'm I'm wrong, I know I'm wrong, it's completely my fault, like, full fucking shame has happened. And I just start laughing, because I was so, I was such an asshole, I was that asshole I always bitch about in traffic for a minute. And I was just like, oh wow. I was like, I was so wrong there. She's like, yeah, yeah, you were. And I was like, I'm sorry. And she's like, no. Like, she's pissed at me because I was a major dick for no good reason at all. So, I was so wrong on that. And it's, it was, it was not a good move on my part. But it, it was such a fail
1: by me. It's funny to me. So, you got anything like that? Well, yeah, like, speaking of major dicks, um, I'll talk. Um, I have a story. <laughs> I'm the <a> major dick. <laughs> um, are you okay? Did you just explode?
0: Uh, I uh, just... I think I'm getting sick again. It's all I deal. Oh, I,
1: <laughs> I thought, all of a sudden Cody's head popped off. Well, I might I have look. just
0: poppycocked out, so I can John finger myself and possibly eat my own soup.
1: Oh, <laughs> so Larry that-
0: Sanders, there I got him all in one. <laughs>
1: the- which is the name of your penis, right?
0: Well, it's the name of my condom. That's what I put my penis inside.
1: Ah, I got gotcha. you because you you can never protect yourself too much, even from yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh crabs might be dying off
0: but I'm still taking precautions
1: anywho um yeah I, I guess I got a story like that I, I could share with you people which I don't think I have yet um so I live closer to the college that I can just like walk there and back well I, what I would always do is you know I'd just grab either my radio or, or what or what not my or my cassette player yes um or sometimes even just plug my headphones into my laptop and turn it on in my backpack. Well, none of these were options, because I forgot my radio and my laptop battery sucks all the asses. So I was like, fuck, 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 what am I going to do to enjoy myself on the way home from, you know, this, eh, roughly, I guess, mile and mile and a half walk. So I'm like, okay, fine, I'll just, you know, walk, fine, whatever, I'll do this. Well, I guess I'm just, like, blissfully unaware of how many, like, yappy, tiny, fucking little dogs are on, like, the route from from the college to my house. Apparently, I live in the land of of of, of Shih Tzus. <laughs> so, like, I, I stepped off the college curb and straight into a poodle. I mean, just, just... Ch- Chihuahuas will blot out the sun. Like was... I know, it was good Lord, oh.
0: holy Pomeranian.
1: I, I know, I ran out after, after you said Chihuahuas. I don't know any other small dogs. Anyway, go ahead. So yeah, like oh, oh, good God damn. Yes, oh, good God damn. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so, about, like, when I'm at the third house of this, and I'm, like, I try to, like, take different streets and everything, and it's, it's, like, it's almost like they are corralling me into each other. I don't know. I'm, like, the no, fuck, I'll just turn here. And it's, like, it's really hot out this day, so it's, like, okay, I'll just, like, avoid the shady streets, and maybe if I take the hot, sun-drenched streets, like, the, the dogs will be hiding under something for coolness. No, no, they'll come out and bark at you. <laughs> and, like, the balls on these little beasts of like oh I'm gonna bark at some guy on the opposite side of the street just because I just because like and I got so fed up with it because there because was, was a... this one I had to like I had to walk like across by this entire fence right so the dog I had no options so the dog follows me on the other side of this fence and just barks at me and I and I've had enough I have had enough so I stop And I look at this dog and I go and I go, Woof woof, 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 how do you fucking like it? What if I yell at you, huh? What if I just come up to you for no reason at all and just start yelling? Woof 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 Ah fuck you (laughs)
0: Uh, Meanwhile the neighbor's kid's like, Mommy, why is that weird man yelling at the dog? Like, Shh, honey, he'll go away soon.
1: And it just, it just, oh, it just, it was the, it was the last thing I needed that day, and it was, it was the last dog that I could deal with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I had a te- ah, it was, I think I had like tests that day in school, and all this other rigmarole, and like, no, none of this anymore. <laughs> I, I, I was like. People people love their dogs too much, is what I'm saying. And and it seems the tinier and more annoying it is, the more they seem to love them.
0: So, uh, did the dog, like, immediately amscray, or what did the
1: dog do? It continued to bark at me. <laughs> it was so, so you saw because it. it was safe behind its fence. <laughs> it's it's all, You're just more pissed off? That's
0: so funny.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> that thing would have came on the other side of the fence, though, by God. <laughs> What you would have given it a
0: stern talking to
1: with my boot? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh. I feel I would have been in my rights then, because it, it, it was obviously attacking me. At least that's what I would say. I was defending myself against its annoyance. So yes, all you listeners out there with your with your tiny dogs that bark bark incessantly and bark at all the hours, just just barking animals. In, in fact, fuck the point I was trying to make there. Little dogs, they should be neither seen nor heard. Uh, That's my stance. Uh,
0: you're you're not a pet person at all, are you, dude? If they're quiet, maybe
1: <laughs> I mean like <laughs> and not needy. So you're not... like 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 an outside cat. That's a pretty good pet. <laughs> Well, it's something that occasionally
0: occasionally, you know exists, but there's no actual proof. Like, just a stray cat that's
1: your ideal pet. Well, you know, I mean, I think I'd be okay with an inside cat if it wasn't for the fact I'm allergic to everything with fur. (laughs) Right. So, but, you know, they're quiet. You know, they, well, I mean, but I I guess the way to really think about it is you don't really have a cat as a pet. You have a cat as a roommate. Yeah, that's
0: a good point. (laughs) And it will eat you if you die alone in your house.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, just like, just, just like in fucking, um... Uh, Brewster cogburn's cat oh oh. general <laughs> price <laughs> general price <laughs> that's that's my kind of pet <laughs>
0: so like even if like you no,
1: no fish tanks no nothing you're good well i mean what's the point of a fish tank though i mean i mean there you just have a pet to make yourself feel better i mean not even that it's like well i i feel i should have a pet but i don't want to spend all the effort in, in pets so i got a goldfish they care even they care even less about you than cats do but but they don't serve a purpose. See, I always thought
0: that goldfish, like having like a big fish tank or whatever. I mean, I always think it's cool whenever people have you know, oh, this is kind of my thing. You know, here's rare you know, blah, blah, whatever they have in their fucking tank. But uh I always kind of looked at that as like a rose garden in a way, where it's like, oh, well, you know, I've got these rare exotic fish in this fish tank. You know, similarly, so be like, oh, well, I plant roses, or I have, a, you know, I kind of look at it the same way, like. It looks pretty, yeah, a- but it doesn't really do yeah. anybody any good, other than the fact that it's your hobby.
1: Yeah, I guess it's a very good point. I mean, I, I think yeah, fish, fish, and maybe even birds, for that matter, might be kind of very much like plants. Like I- you heard it here first. <laughs> fish are barely, barely animals.
0: We'll see, but I think I would go fish before I'd go fucking birds. I think birds are the most. Yes, to all of you out there, bird enthusiasts, those ornico- ornithological, you know, in you know, people that love love that um, fuck you, because they're really goddamn annoying, because I've, you've been in those houses with people that have the fucking parrot that, squawk, 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 squawk. and then the person. Well, I, like, I
1: think I've told the story about the noisy bird in A-Cow, and then it moving next door to me. Um. I, I, I know I've told this story somewhere, look it up on your own, <laughs> and if I haven't, leave it in the comments. <laughs> tell it next time. You do the work, listeners. Um, well, do you want to hear it again? Probably not, if I've already said it. But,
0: uh, I mean, that, that I really, I, I I do not understand the bird thing. Like, the the salamanders, the snakes, the that shit, I mean, which, whatever, but.
1: I, I think those are still still in the same vein of fish, though. Right, right. right. <laughs> so, see, lizards and fish. Anything that requires being in a tank, you might as well have a potted plant. I mean, Madison had a
0: rabbit that was fucking terrible. Like, it stunk and it. Like, all it did was sit there and kick the cage and shit, and she got rid of it before we moved in together, because I hated it.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, those people that have, like, those giant rabbits that they just have, like, walk around the house, I mean, I guess that's kind of different.
0: Yeah, I I like my dog. I'm I'm one of those people that, you know, like, there's people that like, oh, I'm a dog lover, where they love all dogs, which, that's cool. I don't have that ability. I like my dog and select other few dogs, but all in all, I like my dog, and that's about the only dog I really love.
1: Oh, and I yeah. fucking
0: hate cats because I'm allergic to them, and I think they're really pointless. I mean, I know there's people that are like, oh, cats are wonderful, and blah-da-da-da-da, da, 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 but nah, I'm not a cat person.
1: Well, see, I'm allergic to all of them, and I think I made my case for cats pr- quite well. Um, they're not needy and whiny like like dogs are. Yeah, but at least
0: do- like my dog's not good for much other than taking up space in the bed and on the floor, but uh at least whenever, like, <laughs> if somebody kicks in the door, it'll, she'll wake me up so I can shoot them or something. I mean, that's realistically... About the purpose of a dog is a burglar alarm. I,
1: yeah, I think you could buy a burglar alarm and it'd be cheaper, though.
0: Yeah, but then... I... I mean, I guess
1: you could cuddle your brinks sign.
0: Yeah, but then, then your burglar alarm doesn't have eyebrows and you could, you as a person make it act like it has more expression, so, you know. <laughs> you
1: could, you could stick those on there. I once stuck a face on a, uh, fire alarm. Did, did it, cause I... did it make you feel better and
0: fuzzy inside?
1: Was it, was it... <laughs> yes, cause it was silly looking and it confused my friends when they came by because I didn't tell them I did this. I just waited for them to find it.
0: Oh, I did, I actually, which, those, you, you, you know this and most of the, uh, most everybody that listens to this is aware, but if you don't, my favorite kind of jokes are the old sl- are the sleeper jokes where you you do something and you just leave it in someone's house or in their whatever, and they happen to roam across it. Like those are my favorite. Um, the other day, I was working. I was working with another guy that I you know I don't work with most of the time because uh, somebody couldn't go to work anyway. So usually those two guys roll together, and um, in the in the truck. They had like one of those desk calendars, like the big ass fucking calendars, and they were using them as, which wasn't a bad idea, they were using them as a floor mat, but they had the one up, <laughs> they had the, like the one it was up on the ceiling or whatever, so they could pull it, so it'd stay from getting dirty or whatnot, and so they could tear off the two, and you know what I mean, anyway. So, the guy that was, the guy that was working, or that would normally sit there, that would normally be working there, I was like, he's not here today, whatever, so I was like, Chris is a bitch. Chris loves the cock. I basically filled up a calendar of insults to him and didn't tell, and didn't tell any, like, the guy the guy was driving, because we had to drive all over that day, because we did a bunch of service calls, and the guy that was sitting next to me, he looks over at me, he's like, what are you doing? And I told him, and he was like, oh, okay, I approve. Like, it was it was not questioned at all, <laughs> after which, I filled up like half. I don't know why I didn't think of it, yeah. I filled up like half the calendar with it. I, I, well, I would have got more if we, you know, I wouldn't have actually had to work. Um, you know, that got in the way of this stupid shit Of, like, but, um I know, fuck that, right? But Work would be so much more fun if there was no work involved Oh, uh, but, uh, it was funny Because th- those are my favorites I mean, you know this, where you do something random And then you just wait you know. Oh yeah,
1: like, I know I know. once I I found some, like, army men At, at well, I liberated some army men From <laughs> APAL Yeah Yeah um, as they were so, entrapped like, y- in a POW cap well, yeah, I mean, obviously, and there was like some, you know, it was coincidentally green ones and brown ones, so I'm like, they should be battling th- each other in my room, so I wouldn't like stash them all over my room in places, and made it look like they were like battling each other. I remember this. <laughs> yeah. Or, I-, I know one that con- that confused Jared was, there's all we-, we have, there's chair rails throughout our house. Right. Because why not? And, um, so whenever we're like... A penny is found in the washing machine, or just somewhere. It, it inadvertently always ends up on one of these chair rails, just like sitting on a little ledge. Mm-hmm. And at one time, Jarrett came into the house, and I guess he we were we were talking about something. And he's just he just sees he sees a penny on one of them, and he, I guess he kind of glances over. And he's like, "Huh, look, a penny." And then he glances over to another one, like, "Hey, look, there's a penny on that one too." And then I see in his mind he stopped paying attention to me. Actually, he probably stopped paying attention to me a long time ago. But and then commences like looking. On, on all the other ledges in that, in the, in the hallway, and he's like, huh? And then he runs out into like the dining room and looks there, and then looks in the kitchen, looks in the living room, and like, and then turns to me and goes, with like the most childlike voice, an expression of, there are pennies on all the little ledges in your house.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: that's so funny. <laughs> yes, yes, there are. Oh! There still are, but. Actually, for that matter, all of these things still exist. There's still a few army men left battling in my room. Sadly, not as many as there used to be. The lone survivors of the lost war.
0: Yeah, it's kind of,
1: it's kind of sad, actually.
0: Oh, one thing that I did neglect to mention until right now. Um, get get your spoon ready, or I'm gonna get my spoon ready. I majorly gotta eat Brent's soup, so I'll go because. uh he majorly went above and beyond and came up to help me out get my wife's, uh, Christmas present. So he kicked ass, took names, kicked their ass again and wrote their name down twice on the same post-it name. He did really fucking good and he, it was, uh, very, very much appreciated. So, uh, thanks dude. I know I've told you thanks like 40 fucking times, but hear it again and then be able to replay it so everybody can know how wonderful you are. So. Yes,
1: let's all say thanks to Brent. <laughs> Thank you. And you smell quite good too. And boy, have have you been working out? Because, man, your your shirts are fitting a lot looser. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. Are those new shoes? Or because your feet look a lot better than they used to? Huh. What are you doing? How are you doing that? That's pretty awesome. What? And boy, is that musier compliment? Is that like? Huh. Your feet look less haphazard than
0: normal. I wonder how you're achieving this. Is it a new cream? I mean, what the fuck? What kind of a... Like, did you get a pedicure? Why are you seeing his shoes off of his feet anyway? This this
1: kind of thing demands explanations. I, actually, I was saying that his feet were in the shoes, and somehow his feet looked better. How do your feet look better in the shoes? They're encased in such shoes. I, it's supposed to be an an a absurdist, um... A confused comment. Much like what you just said? <laughs> yes. Um... But this is live and nude, so you get to hear me babble. It's just supposed to be—I can't think of the word I was looking for. Obscure, I guess. Obscure and absurdist comment to make him think like, "Huh, my feet do look good." Or other people be—maybe other people will think like, "Man, I wonder if Brent's feet do look good." Or, "Hey, I wonder if I can get my feet to look better." Ooh, Maybe I should ask Brent. Or if you if you have problems with your feet and you would like them to look better and want to know
0: Brent's secret secret, you should contact him on the Facebook page.
1: See, this is what happens when I try to be nice to Brit. <laughs> you, you turn it around and make it into some sort of bad thing.
0: I didn't say it was a bad thing. I just thought it was kind of weird. Are you? Are, do you have foot problems? Is that why you're saying this? Do you want to know what his secret is? I mean, I'm sure you could just call him
1: and he'd tell you
0: if he has a secret.
1: My, my feet are nice, or fine. I don't know. They're feet. <laughs> <laughs> Would you give me a foot massage? <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, come on. I mean. I, I'm kinda tired, you know, I've been podcasting for a while, you know. Give me a foot massage. <laughs> Fuck that. There is only one person in this world who feed I will massage. Thank you very much. See, I've, I've, mis- <laughs> I gave a thousand ladies a thousand foot massages and they've all met something. <laughs> we act like they don't, but they do. <laughs> I couldn't remember enough of the lines in order to, uh, do Yeah, I, I figured I'd help you out there. Yeah, I, I was, I know I was really setting you up for this, but. I, I... Couldn't remember enough of them to do anything with it. So
0: enjoy, Cody, not remembering lines from Pulp Fiction.
1: Yeah, I, I guess we'll have to have Justin on so I can do lines for Pulp Fiction with him. Hey, oh, I, I could do, I could do, do like lines now, and he could fill them in. You know, when he's at work. <laughs> what what country are you from Justin? D- do they speak English there? <laughs> or, uh... say what again? <laughs> Uh. Does he look like a bitch? (laughs) Yes you did!
0: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I figured you were gonna go, like, drink your drink. Enjoy it. You're gonna go, it's like, you're gonna go home, jerk off, it's it's gonna, you're not gonna do a thing. (laughs) I I stab her three fucking times. Uh, <laughs> half Pulp Fiction cast. Uh, pretty much. That's just milk and ice cream? Uh, we get, we're gonna get a Zed's dead baby or anything?
1: <laughs> or, or actually, my favorite- Come on, baby, we had to go! It's like, I had to crash your Honda! Zed's dead! Like, my favorite
0: one is when they go to, uh, they're at Jimmy's house, and, uh, like, the wolf comes and fix the, fix the car and shit, and, like, get it all good, and it's like, well, I can't believe this is the same car, and the wolf's like, well, let's not start sucking each other's
1: dicks quite yet. I really, really like that part. Uh, uh <laughs> Oh, Lord, or... It's like, did you see a sign in my garage that said dead nigga storage? Because I'm not in the business of storing dead niggers! <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, or, uh, w- w- what's the one, like, um... Because now you got me thinking of them, like... <laughs> uh... That's pride. That's pride fucking with you. Fuck pride. It never helps.
1: (laughs) Or, or um, it's like if he goes to Indochina, I want a nigga to pop out of a bowl of rice and bust a cap in his ass.
0: So basically, what we're getting at here is if you're completely confused and have no idea what you're talking about, and you don't, you've never seen Pulp Fiction, just stop. We got your download. Thank you, and go and watch it. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you're at work. I don't care if you're at home. I don't care if you're getting your hob-nobbed or nobbing someone else's hob. What you need to do is you need to go find Pulp Fiction and and watch it. Because, seriously, how
1: the fuck have you not seen this yet? Yes, and then watch it a second time, because you're not going to understand what you just viewed the first time. So so immediately watch it a second time. And then you're going to be like, oh my god, this is such a great movie, you're going to watch it a third time. And then, like, if you have friends that don't know what they're talking about, that don't know what we're talking about, share it with everybody, like... I'll put up a flowchart. I found a nice flowchart that but, that describes the order of everything in Pulp Fiction. I'll put that up to help the the noobs out. Well, like the funny thing about Pulp Fiction is like, and this is like one of those
0: rare movies that I think everybody likes. Um, Case in point, like my mom is not a I like swear movies, action movies at all type of person, like at all. She is not that kind of lady, and my dad's really not that big. Like I've tried, I tried Reservoir Dogs, and he didn't like it very much, and. I want to say I tried to watch Inglourious Bastards* with him, and he's not a big fan of it, but like, um, I have, it was like, while they were still moving here, and I had it, I had it up, and we were watching, it was, I basically put it into his laptop, or I put it up on Netflix or something, and I was watching, he's like, what well, are you watching, I, like, oh, I was watching Pulp Fiction, and he's like, oh, okay, I hadn't seen that in a long time, and he likes it, which I was like, oh, that's crazy, or whatever, well, we're sitting there watching it, and my mom's in there, and she's like, oh, what are you watching? And they're like, oh, Pulp Fiction? I was like, I don't know if you're going to like it. She's like, oh, okay. Well, she, like, sits down and, like, you know, the fucking opening scene is, you know, them talking and, like, you know, talking about the, the risks of robbing that diner. And, uh, you know, there's a, it's a Tarantino movie, so swear words come up a lot, and she's not in for that kind of stuff much. And she, like, gets up and leaves and goes and starts doing other stuff in another room. Like, she does a little bit of laundry or something, and she goes and does some other stuff in another room. Well, and then all of a sudden, here's Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. <laughs> well, well, no, like it probably wasn't twenty minutes, and she came back in the room because, like, by this point, I had it on the laptop, right? And then my like my dad has it set up to uh, kick it to kick it over to a projector screen, so like, because the there's a little projector that he has, and so he had that that up, and so we, by this point, we had swapped it over, so we're watching it on the projector screen, like because he's like, oh, I really want to watch this, so we're like, oh, cool, so we're sitting there watching it, like oh, I'm was gone, and you know it's kind of loud or whatever, and like. 20 minutes, she came down and sat and watched that entire movie, and she was like, she actually, like, sat through it, and like, I was like, did you like that? She was like, well, if, I mean, the language is a little much, but yeah. Like,
1: everybody <laughs> likes Pulp Fiction. Like, <laughs> the language is a little much in a Tarantino film. Yeah, that might be a little bit of an understatement. I mean, but it was like,
0: everybody likes this movie, and I, don't, I can't really think of a whole lot of movies like that.
1: I mean, can, can you think of another one? Um... Um, I don't know. Let me try. to think of another movie that everyone likes. Um <laughs>
0: Is it the remix? No, I was changing it up so because it might have exceeded 19 seconds, and I didn't want it to. I
1: didn't want to get sued.
0: <laughs> I, I see. Because I don't want D to get all pissed off at us.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what is D getting pissed off at us? <laughs> Correct. Correct, indeed. <laughs> oh uh, speaking of which i always thought that someone should really vary it up because i mean you just have the answer to answer the form of a question but you know i would always like to see someone go really nuts with it like like how many times does it take to get the waterfall the niagara waterfall around your bathtub <laughs> just making a really long-winded uh question
0: i see i always thought it would be funny like uh instead of uh it needs to be in the form of a question instead of somebody being like Baghdad, somebody's like Baghdad? I always thought that would have been <laughs> funny, but I've never, I'm not a big, I'm not a big chatterty watcher, but uh, I uh, I would have enjoyed that if someone's done that. Know if someone's done that? Put it in the links, folks! And while you're, while you're there leaving it in the comments, you should also go and leave us some hate mail! Or you should, or should leave, leave us other comments about how much you like us, or hate us, with, but I don't know why you're leaving the comments there, you should leave the hateful comments in the hate mail section, but beyond all that, go leave us ratings and look at our website and all that kind of stuff. So, now that I got that out of the way.
1: Yeah, just John finger around the pages. Um, uh, I don't know, our, our our humble editor always hides little funny snicklets of jokes in places. Try to find them all. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about? You obviously aren't that observant. <laughs> or you get your downloads from iTunes. Well, that's why I'm telling you this now. Go to our page, you know, finger around. You might find something you like. There's so many to choose from.
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, speaking of, because we were kind of speaking of Chad, now I'm going to speak of Chad again, um, because the requests by everyone for Chad stories are just like, oh God, what do we do? Like, I got to get a machete to wade through all these Chad story requests that are growing up out of my inbox,
1: um actually a lot like the hair in your toilet yes um that joke is for two people (laughs)
0: exactly um but uh anyway (laughs) maybe
1: oh fuck i should have tagged that as a bathroom oh i forgot to put that as a tag bathrooms because you sure talk about bathrooms a lot that explanation mm-hmm. yeah.
0: is also for two people, so <laughs> so ignore that general listening audience. Hope you hope actually, you liked it.
1: Actually, that that comment was almost more just for you. <laughs> it's supposed for one person. So uh, anyway. Actually, it was really more for me. I was just talking to myself. Man. That's why I have
0: a podcast by God, so I can get on. I can say amusing things and remind myself really, all this podcast is is my to do list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you're like milk, eggs fix the
1: fix the leaky faucet. Oh hey, I should talk to myself so when I'm editing the episode hey hey there, Brewer. I see you're editing this episode, huh. Yeah, it's late again, isn't it? You meant to do this a lot earlier in the in the week, didn't you? But sure enough, you're doing this Sunday night, right Right before it's time to release it, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I wish I was sleeping too, or doing anything else rather than this now. It's been funny so far, right? I've heard you laughing, which isn't that weird, laughing at your own podcast. I know. <laughs> I'm done talking to myself literally this time. <laughs> But uh, oh, it's funny. it's funny. to me. It's probably funny to one other person out there.
0: So uh, anyway, so Chad texted me that uh, he got he got a new boy, he got a new boyfriend, right? And uh, I was like, oh, Whoa. okay, cool. So I was like, was oh, this, this is a text conversation. So imagine this in text via voice. So voice text cast, folks. Anyway, now, in other
1: words, imagine it with you know poor spelling, no grammar, and weird symbols and letter combinations. They don't really mean anything gotcha.
0: Well, I was getting at more like uh imagine it with uh, as a helpful helpful post-it note to the world, but uh whatever you'd like to uh however you'd like to disparage
1: it, go oh. ahead. Oh. That's an internet problem. Say what? Oh, come on. <clears throat> well, <laughs> in grand borschnaegs. And fashion, we've had a
0: Skype crash. Skype that's has right. dropped our call. Skype has completely f- fallen off the wagon. But luckily, he's crawled his way back up on top of the wagon and is riding it, trying to correct the wagon before it inevitably goes off the, off the Why t- cliff. Why are you wagoning me? <laughs> off the cliff and, <laughs> and goes kaboom. <laughs> Honestly, I just wanted to start saying random shit so you'd be really confused whenever you,
1: whenever you got back on here. Um, I, I, I was wondering, like, were you painting your wagon? What? I, I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> Driving down to no-name city? What? Oh, anyway. Uh. Um, I, I informed our listeners of what was happening during on my side while you were talking about wagons. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, well, since you've informed them and I've talked about wagons, moving back on with the, with the chat story. You know, nobody wants to hear about wagons. Nobody wants to jump on the bandwagon. Nobody wants to see the radio flyer away. Everybody, everybody wants us to hurry, uh, to cover our wagons, and move on. Wagons, ho, on to the Chad story. So, um, did I misspoke? Ho, ho, I'm done, I swear. Oh, Lord. Grab it by the reins and stop it? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say oh, anything, because you might keep oh, going. <laughs> okay. Like, you're unbridled by my wagoning jokes? You you hope I move on to a new frontier of topics? I'm done. I swear. It's the (laughs) last one. Um, anyway, Axel Grease. Anyway, uh, so Chad called me, said he had, said he had, you know, had the new boyfriend because Chad had kind of a breakup thing go on. And anyway, new boyfriend was pretty, pretty happy with it. Pretty happy with him so far. And so I'm sitting there. I don't know that Chad's boyfriend is sitting next to Chad at this time. So I'm text, I'm texting Chad back and forth and I'm like, Oh, uh, I was like, so how's the new, how's the new boy toy? And, you know, Chad's like, oh, he's good. I really like him. He's real, he's really good with the kid. You know, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's really good. And I was like, so, uh, I was like, so have you, uh, the guy's just like straight up asked him. I was like, so have you fucked him yet? And he's like, uh, well, I was like, so yes, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, so, I was like, so is he any good or something like that? And he's like, well, He's not bad. He just doesn't quite is. He doesn't quite know what I know what I like. Which this whole like at this point, I have no idea this person is next year. And apparently, he's not gotten debriefed on me because if <laughs> he didn't get debriefed
1: because there was no fucking. Right. What? Well,
0: if you don't know me personally, I'll pretty much ask you anything, and I don't really care. It doesn't bother me. Um, I have a podcast. I have no sense of shame. Um. Anyway, so I would sit next to him the whole time, and I was like. And I was like, so, oh, I know well, the first thing I asked was like, so, uh, are y'all, uh, just doing, are you just doing adult sleepovers, or is, have y'all moved in together yet? And it's like, oh, we're trying not to move that fast, just adult sleepovers, blah, 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 And I was like, so, uh, is chat is is your boyfriend any good, is your boyfriend any good at eating pussy? And <clears throat> at which point, like, she, te- uh, Chad texts me back, like, like, he is so red-faced right now. He has no, he had no idea, like, he's been sitting here looking over my shoulder, reading these as we've been talking, and he, like, got no information, like, he had no idea who <laughs> I was, I was just a random person texting Chad. And so then it was like, it was like, oh god, he was like, oh lord, or whatever. And then, uh, and then, like, the the funnier one that Chad, Chad said was, uh, or I was like so, or I mentioned or whatever, was, uh, I said something along the lines of, uh, well, I mean, isn't that why uh guys like si- single moms, because they know that single moms like to fuck, and they have the proof? And I think that was the one where I actually got really embarrassed, but it was pretty funny that I managed to embarrass somebody severely over text messaging, I was uh, kind of proud of that, actually.
1: That is pretty pretty good, yeah. I mean, at least more embarrassing than the whole fact that you were texting, like, like you know, six-year-old girls, you know, but, you know, other than that. That grown men, you know, twiddle their fingers deeply in their hands- I really don't, I, I understand,
0: no, no, not even bringing it up, fuck that. <laughs>
1: fuck
0: it, not even, not even fighting that battle with you, just not gonna do it.
1: <laughs> About my anti-texting?
0: Yeah, yeah the, the good people of podcast landia don't want to hear it. In fact, there have been numerous protests, you know, asking you to change your ways, but apparently you are not going to. <laughs> Hell, there's
1: probably been numerous protests for us to do our podcast in text form. Wouldn't that be the least interesting podcast of all time? Just like most texting conversations, yeah, gotcha. Because <laughs> it is such an archaic means of, of transmitting data to people. Well, not all of, fuck it, I'm not doing this, I'm not taking the
0: bait <laughs> on you. fuck that, no, no.
1: Fine, I won't bait you. Well, I hope
0: you wouldn't bait me.
1: Yeah.
0: Especially I hope you wouldn't masturbate me. See, and what the listeners got to realize was that was a good three seconds for me to come up with that joke. Normally that probably would have gotten edited together and there would be no explanation of the joke. But since this is a live nude episode, you get to hear Cody struggle and try and hear the gears grinding like ah ha, ha how to make a dirty joke out of that. And the analysis yeah. of such joke later on.
1: Oh yeah, I mean I was I was really just trying to like to catch a predator to you but with bad jokes. Uh
0: Oh, and one- th- Speaking of baiting. You know, one thing we won't bait you with, we won't call you on, and we won't- we're not going to fucking talk about, it, cause I swear to God, if I have to hear one more thing about it, the fucking Duck Dynasty thing, like, collectively, all of y'all have to be tired of it, cause I'm tired of it, and it's only been like a week. So, fuck that. Like, in fact, if anybody approaches you with any news about it, just tell them, no thanks, I'm not interested at all, and maybe we can stop this beast. Don't know what we're talking about? You won't find it in the show notes. Pretty much. We're we're, for, we're purposefully, you know, boycotting any information on it. If you want to go find it out yourself,
1: you're fucking retarded or you don't open your ears. Either one. We should probably stop talking about not talking about it because at this point we're talking about it. Well, that was the joke. You know, talking, it's a lot yeah, like yeah, talking. You know, you're already talking. It's, it's like Mouths yeah. talking, you know, yeah, moving, you know, opposite of texting talking, you know. Yeah.
0: Opposite of texting. Uh <laughs> but uh, I just I just wanted people to f- completely understand the boycott. So it's boycott has been mentioned. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm, yeah yes, Quite indeed. Mm, yes. <laughs> what we're doing now is stalling for time to see if we have anything else we want to say. That this
0: I, I, I honestly don't think that I do because frankly I uh, I think I've used up all my I think I've blown my load.
1: I mean, I got I got one little thing, but I could just save that. I mean,
0: Alrighty then. Well, are I we not? going to British each other British our way out of this particular episode?
1: Um, yes, um, quite, possibly, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. We have a lot more than I thought we had. I mean, you used some stuff that we didn't know we were going to talk about. Then we, then we, um, even used some stuff that we weren't probably going to talk about.
0: Well, yes, in fact,
1: and, uh, so,
0: so, Venerable Reverend Brewer, do you
1: have anything for the good people to exit out on? Um, yes, quite indeed I do. Hm well, I shall, I shall leave you with, um, the words of of God himself talking about what a promised land we we shall have once we've passed from this mortal realm. But whoever does do these commandments and teaches them will be called great into the kingdom of the fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, beyond, but b- between, that too... <coughs> <laughs> but between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is a dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the Twilight Zone. Amen!
0: Need more shenanigans in your day? Find them at boardshenanigans.wordpress.com, twitter.com slash boardshenanigan, our iTunes feed, or at facebook.com slash
1: Shenanigans. <laughs> it's like shall we help my ass
0: I think I'd like some marmalade on my scone, in fact. Yes, Spiffington. The cookies Where are the cookies, Spiffington?